0: Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts About the Village Podcast. A couple things I want to talk about today. But first, I want to give y'all an update. Something I found out about the Neuralink. Neuralink is um, Elon Musk' new project. You know, he always has a million and one things that he's working on. Seems like he doesn't necessarily get things finished before he moves on to the next. But I guess when you got a buttload of money, you let other people worry about finishing the ideas. You just come up with the ideas. So the Neuralink... As I told y'all before, is a system that's gonna allow to you to communicate directly to the internet from your brain. So two things I was wondering last time I talked about it of how was they actually going to connect your brain to the internet? So it seems yeah. like you have to get four holes, four holes drilled into your head. Then there will be like wires or whatnot ran into your brain that's going to connect to whatever the input output that's going to be on your head. And that is what's going to allow you to communicate with the Internet directly for your brain. So, yes, there is a possibility. And this is just I'm not talking about specs or anything like that. I'm just talking about common sense or what seems to be common sense to me that if you connect the device to your brain that connects to the internet then there, that does leave you open to get hacked. How would you like to get your brain hacked? The second thing is um, I didn't know at the time when this uh tick was supposed to be ready and done and it appears or it is being reported that this is supposed to be ready like for 2020, sometime in 2020. How many of y'all going to sign up to get that link hooked up to your brain? Like I said, it, it's a, it's like I see good in it and then I see the, the downside to it. it. It would be awesome to have all that information from the uh, internet, the information highway just plugged directly into your brain. But then that, that scary part is like, what if it gets hacked? Maybe they can get with Apple. I heard Apple was offering like a million bucks to anybody that could hack an iPhone. So, if they that confident that you can't hack an iPhone, they gonna hook up with Elon Musk with this Neuralink and make that jump just as unhackable. Now, next, <laughs> this is wild. So, the the the. Trout tube or whatever. I think it's called the trout tube. Either way. People have come up with this tube. Right. That runs through the rivers. The streams or whatever. And it's literally like a suction tube. That. Uh, fish will go into. And it will carry the fish. Over dams. And into the, the other side. Of you know the river. Or wherever they're trying to go. And this is supposed to help them with like, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? Uh, to help them migrate from place to place faster than they would be able to do on their own. So they're saying that like it would take normally, you know, crossing a dam that would take a day for the fish by itself. The fish would be able to cross this dam in like a couple hours or something like that. Now leave it up to us, man, the human being, to feel like that we can invent something that's better than what nature has already invented. Because last time I checked, salmon and trout and all these other fish have been migrating upstream since they've been around. So like I said, leave it up to us, leave it up to the mankind, leave it up to the human being to feel like we can come up with a device that's better can better help a fish do what it's already been doing since the beginning of time and it's supposed to keep non native fish from being able to make the journey and predatory fish or whatever from making the journey. It's supposed to keep them help health I'm talking about healthy. It's supposed to help them be uh avoid these predatory animals or whatever that might try to eat them, I guess, because they're in the tube, they can't get it. But Think about it from the damn fish perspective to just be, you just a fish. You're just doing your little fish thing, you know, going on and around. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're in a tube, suction tube, being zipped from one side of the jump to the other side of the jump. <laughs> what the hell? That's probably what the fish is going to be thinking. What the hell is going on here? But I don't know, him. What it really is in DeVille, what DeVille really thinks about it is, uh, it's just another, this is just another tool that some developer is using to say, Hey, yeah, we can put a dam here because we got this thing that'll help the fish get where it needs to go. So we don't need to leave this water just like free flowing so the fish can do what it naturally does. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. We'll put a fish tube. So now the fish is like the damn Jetsons. You remember them tubes on the Jetsons? He'll get in it. Hell boy, Eroy, hey Jane, his wife. And he hit the little button. Swoop sucks them up in it then they pop up at work or they pop up them by, by the car or whatever whatever you know what I'm saying I guess that's what they're going for I don't know so next got a little pop culture hip hop culture topic or whatever you want to say came into me came to me as a, in the form of a question someone asked Deville what do you think about blueface? Claiming that he slept with over a thousand women in the past six months. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, because I really don't, I know who Blueface is by sight. I can see him on Instagram or YouTube or whatever and say, that's Blueface. But I'm not familiar with none of his music other than that, the Bust Down, the Bust Down John, the Bust Down Tatiana, that's him, that's Blueface. So... What does DeVille think about him saying that he has had sex with over a thousand women in the past six months? I think he's a damn lie. Number one, I'm going to break it down for you. Number one, the man had two girlfriends. He had two of them. Two girlfriends. So, that's already two women that he has to have sex with on a regular basis. And I'm pretty sure they were on the road with him. He took them places with him. I would assume. So, you already have two vaginas at home that you're trying to take care of then you're gonna have to have sex with all these other Ramdos, just that you're gonna bump into right now he would have had to have sex with 5.5 women per day over that time span to have sex with a thousand women so that's five women and a midget a little person small people he would have had to bang he would have had to bust down yeah, you see, what I did there. He would have had to bust down over that pet. Those six months, in order to do that. <clears throat> now, what I think the man was trying to say though is that he banged a lot of chicks over the past six months. You know how people ask you something, you just throw out a random number. So, how many women did you think you had sex with over the past six months? Like a thousand. You know, you just say you just say something. A hundred. You know. How many times you done? I oh, don't know, man. Hundreds. I done did a hundred times. thousands of them. Millions of them. You just throw random numbers out there. I think that he was really just kind of generally speaking when they asked him how many. I don't even know how, what the context of it was. I don't know if they asked him or if he just voluntarily just bust out and said that he's had sex with a thousand women. But I think he was just kind of speaking in general terms, meaning that he's had sex with... A lot of women over the past six months. Now that, I don't doubt. You know why? Because young bulls get money. And when you're out here getting money, your Jewel shimmering. You know what I mean? You're driving fast cars. The booty just gravitates to you. You know what I mean? Back in my rattlesnake days. You understand what I'm saying? I ran through a nice little, you know what I'm saying? What I'm, saying? I'm just going to leave that at that. But, I don't, there's no way. There's no way that this man had sex with a thousand women in six months do the math on it it's just five women in a day i mean he's a young boy and he probably was on them <clears throat> you know probably was on model percocets and all that other type <laughs> shenanigans but that's still like that's rough man that's rough five in a day five in a day your boy Deville d i might have that ain't none of your business that ain't my business but i'm just saying man i might did two I might did a strong two in a day. Five in a day? Come on, fam. You wildin'. But, like I said, I think brother was just kind of, generally speaking, he didn't literally mean that he was having sex with a thousand women in his past six months. You feel what I'm saying? So, now I'm going to tell you a little story, right? Because y'all didn't come here for the other stuff. Y'all came in for some discipline. Saddest story, man. Get your little, get your little violin out for this story, man. So, yesterday I'm in the uh, the barbershop. Sunday, stop by the barbershop. That's my normal routine. Sunday, hit the gym, then go to the barbershop, or go to the gym, then hit the barbershop. Either way, I'm at the barbershop. I go in. My barber. He's uh he's doing the guy's hair. My my barber does everything. You know he does men's hair. He does women's hair. The whole shebang. He's giving this old hair like a some type of curl, a texturizer. I don't know, but he's doing something to this old old hair. hair. So <clears throat> I wait about ten minutes, and I notice the young boy who sit beside him. He got no cousins. He's like watching. A movie or something in his phone. Now the barbershop. Packed. <clears throat> it's never a good sign, number one. When the barbershop is packed. And nobody's in your chair. There was another barber that left. He just like went home. Because he wasn't cutting hair. So. Boom. I get in the chair. My man's getting me ready. He's getting ready to cut me up. Pause. And a dude come in. I hear the guy who's running the shop. He's like. Hey, I don't know young boy's name. I wouldn't say if I did. But he's like, dude in a Nike shirt. So, young boy, how's him, Hey, man, you need some help? So, fam, like, yeah. Comes up. He's like, yeah. Want you to do whoop-de-whoop. It's like, I'm going to go ahead and tell you on this side right here. My hair grow kind of funny. It grows wrong direction, opposite direction. Something, something like that. But whatever. That ain't really pertinent to the story. Tells him about his, you know, what's going on with his hair. Jumps in the chair. So, I'm over here. I'm getting cut. I hear Buddy, you know, but he's picking Buddy's hair, talking to him. Starts in on his cut. So, me and, my bar, me and my barber are conversing. You know, he's asking me about how my ventures, the podcast is going and stuff like that. How my daughter's doing. You know, when you've been with a barber for a while, he, he starts to know about you. You know, he's, he's asking me questions, you know. That your barber actually you, making conversation so all of a sudden I hear somebody I hear dude like yeah I got two but I got him the one in the chair and I got that one so I got two so I can get you next I'm not paying at this point I'm not paying really much attention to who he's talking to but then I hear dude say yeah, man, you fucking me up already. Look at you fucking up my line. You supposed to be doing woody woo I don't know what he was telling dude he sh- should have been doing to his head or what dude wasn't doing his head. But either way, Buddy wasn't satisfied. And so around this time, the barber swings me around. So now I'm facing young boy and his client. So dude looking in the mirror and he's telling, you know, you're supposed to do this and this and that. You're messing it up. And so, Buddy's like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, okay, I get it. You want me to do this, this, and that. So, Buddy's like combing the side of his head. And he's still, at this point, he's still trying to uh, cut the dude's hair. But dude's just sitting there. Like, he's sitting up. He's sitting up. He's not, you know, when you sit in a barber chair, you lean back. Let Buddy do his thing. He's sitting up in the chair. And Buddy's like doing, you know how a barber... When they're not really doing nothing. But they want to make it seem like they're doing something. They kind of just like comb you or brush you. It's, like uh, it's like combing the side of Buddy. Head. Waiting on him to lean back. So you keep on cutting his hair. Buddy don't lean back. And then he reaches up and he starts. Taking, trying to get the collar off. I'm like, damn. So Buddy helps him out. He takes the collar. You know, pulls the, the little apron down brushes him off. He's like, man, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yada, yada. But it's like, you know, whatever. So he gets up and walks across the barbershop to other dude's chair. Sits down and other dude's not in his chair, but he sits on the couch, the little waiting area by Buddy's chair. And I'm like, damn. Reason Deville's like, damn, because the whole, uh, the whole barbershop just seen this. The whole barbershop just saw you come in, get going, get in this man's chair, start getting your hair cut, and then just stopping in the middle and getting up and moving over to all another chair. Now, besides the fact that there was already nobody in your chair when I walked in, you're not getting much business. It's not like you're getting a, hell of a clientele up through there. So, now the chances that one of these randoms up in here is going to come sit in your chair is about this big. About this big. Now You might have had a chance before, but at this point, nobody else is going to come get in your chair after they've seen that. And all the barbers just go silent. Like, the barbers go silent. They don't say nothing. They don't say nothing. Then my barber, he's, he keeps up talking to me. So, and Buddy just grabs the broom and he starts sweeping. He starts sweeping. So, by this time, my haircut's done. I'm getting up. And Buddy's like, you can tell he's shaking because, like, he damn near swept my feet. And you know, in the black community. You don't sweep nobody's feet. I don't know about anybody else's community, but in the black community, there's this wives' tale that says if you sweep somebody's feet, you go to jail. Now, <clears throat> buddy, now, I don't know <laughs> if he take if he, he was even thinking like that, but he was. Either way, it's rude to sweep somebody's feet. Whether you believe it, I don't believe in it, but. Whether you believe in him or not, it's rude as hell to sweep somebody's feet. He almost swept my feet, though. It's like, my bad, my bad, my bad. I can tell that, you know, he's shaken up by what just happened. So, I get up. I pay my mans and, you know, dap him up on everything. I see you next week. And I just felt like I had to say something to do. I felt like I had to say something to do because he just got, like, embarrassed in front of the whole junk. Oh my bad That's me back there it, I didn't expect the TV to look like that I should do one Zoom out Don't worry about it But uh, <clears throat> So I felt like I had to say something to do So When I was walking by I just like pat him on the shoulder I was like Keep your head up young boy And he, he shook his head Like you know Alright And I went on to my car And got in the car And was like Damn fam that was messed up. Imagine whatever it is that you do. You're an accountant. You know what I mean. You're a a cook. You're a a a, a freaking lawyer. Imagine you're a lawyer and you're sitting out and and you're in the courtroom with your client and you got the rest of your clients, potential clients or whatever, back there in the back. And dude starts talking to you, and then he just gets up like, no, nope. no, nah, hey, bro, what you doing? Who, how many cases you got next? I'm rolling with you. Imagine that. Imagine you a, you the chef, and when Buddy look up and he see you come out of the kitchen, he like, nah, fam, I'm good. I'm going to go. I don't want him to cook my food. Get my mans over there to cook my food. Imagine how that will make you feel. You understand? In your workplace. Not only in front of your co-workers, but in front of your potential clients. You had to feel about this big, tiny, tiny man. But I know what you're saying. DeVille, DeVille, get to the point. We came here for the discipline of the day. Discipline of the day, fam. Sometimes you're going to run into situations that's going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to be in front of your people. It's going to be in front of people that that, that could potentially be um, clients. That could be part of your income. And once you're in those comfortable, uncomfortable situations, you have to be able to hold your composure. I was proud of young boy because of the fact that he could have snapped. He's young. He could have tried to go off on dude. Oh, fuck you. Blase, blase, whatever. He did He could have threw a tantrum. You know what I mean? Walked out the shop. It's a hundred ways that he could have reacted to the situation, but he didn't. He reacted in the best way that he could. He was apologetic to his customer. He tried to make it right with his customer. Once he understood that it wasn't no reconciliation, he allowed his customer to move on to the next spot. He didn't hold no animosity against the next man who was about to receive his customer. He picked up his broom, and he went to sweep. Sometimes you got to humble yourself. Like Charlemagne says all the time, you're never as good as you think you are, or you're not, never as good as they say you are. You're never as bad as you say you are. This man's a professional barber. I don't know how long he's been cutting hair, but that's what he does for a living. I know that. Had someone come into his workplace, diss his work. How did he react to it? Picked up his broom, went to sweeping, waiting for his next chance. A lot of y'all can't deal with constructive criticism. A lot of y'all can't deal with somebody telling you that what you're doing is whack. That what you're doing, you, you're not doing it wrong. You're not doing it right. Somebody else, I feel like, can do it better. A lot of y'all don't know how to deal with that because you got too much pride be disciplined enough to humble yourself and know when you're messing up and allow yourself to remove yourself from the situation. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now get out there and get shit done. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI Podcast. I'm out of here, man. Peace.